Right, we're now incorporating uh, a series of Eric and Sam singing together. Me not singing, another cool good boy and little school girl. <laughs> They tell me somebody learn who do the who do man. Now you know I I buzz your bell this morning, baby. Had your elevator running slow. I buzz your bell, little girl, take my phone up a third floor, but I hold my hand. Lord, I'm trying to make you understand. Lord, you know what they tell the baby. There's somebody on who do the who do man. <laughs> Look at him, baby.
I said, Mom, I tell you this time, baby, and I ain't gonna tell you no more. The next time I tell you, I have to I let you go, but I hold up my hand. Lord, I'm trying to make her understand. Lord, you know everybody, they tell me. Somebody on hoodoo, the hoodoo man. So for the next couple segments of the show, we're going to take a look at the two Sonny Boys. One is Sonny Boy Williamson 1, and the other one is, yeah, that's right, Sonny Boy Williamson 2. Now, Sonny Boy Williamson 1 started to record earlier, but he was born in 1914 and died in a robbery on the streets of Chicago in 1948. His birth name was John Lee Curtis Williamson, and he was born in Tennessee. And he's probably the most influential blues harmonica player, where he influenced people like Billy Boy Arnold, Junior Wells, Sonny Terry, of course, Little Walter Jacobs, and Snooky Pryor. Pretty impressive list of influences. We started off, though, with a song that he recorded originally by the Yardbirds, a track there called Good Morning, Little Schoolgirl, or Good Morning, Schoolgirl. And the Yardbirds, of course, kind of changed the title a little bit. But that's a pretty famous song, recorded by people like Derek Trucks, Van Morrison, Johnny Lang, Robin Ford, and others. And, of course, the Yardbirds is the band that gave us Eric Clapton, Jimmy Page, and Jeff Beck, interestingly enough. He also recorded a song called Hoodoo Hoodoo, which Junior Wells, who was one of his disciples, re-records and calls Hoodoo Man Blues, which is one of the most famous blues recording albums ever. Some of the other songs that are associated with Sonny Boy 1 include TB Blues, Tuberculosis Blues, which John Lee Hooker made famous, and then, of course, is a deviation from John Lee's disciple, a guy from Ireland named Van Morrison, and Van Morrison records a track called TB Sheets, which is different, but clearly influential because the influence of John Lee Hooker on Van Morrison is very profound. Another track we're going to hear is Sugar Mama. Now, John, uh, Sonny Boy is going to record that song, and other people will pick it up, including B.B. King. Lightning Hopkins, and interestingly enough, the band Spirit, which includes a guy named Randy California. But the versions, and we're going to hear two, one is by John Lee Hooker, which is a track called Sally May, and then the other one is perhaps something you may be familiar with, which is Led Zeppelin, who directly recorded the song Sugar Mama. And one of the things, again, about Led Zeppelin that makes him a little more interesting than many of the classic rock bands is they're going to reach way back in the blues and steal from the artists at the dawn of the recording of blues music. But they're going to bring that history and that richness of the history forward in songs like this, Sugar Mama by Led Zeppelin.
Salome, Salome Lord, you know you ain't treating it right Salome, Salome Lord, you know you ain't treating it right Yell all night long Lord, you know you ain't treating it right You're no good weed Lord, the cows won't mow you down You're no good weed Lord, the cow won't mow you down Well, the chief of police I would drive you out of town Joy, play the blues John Lee Hooker along with George Thorogood doing a track there called Sally May, which is clearly Sugar Mama, originally done by Sonny Boy Williamson I. What's well, kind of difficult sometimes to track down who wrote what song. This is a song often credited to numerous songwriters, but in this case we've got Eric Clapton doing Early in the Morning, which, best as I can tell, is a Sonny Boy Williamson the first track.
bottle juke joint Looked through the door She was doing the boogie woogie In the middle of the floor Come and see me To break the day Take a brief underwriter's break and continue our exploration of Sonny Boy Williamson. This time we'll take a look at Rice Miller. It took me a long time to find out my mistake. It took me a long time, a long time to find out my mistake. It sure did, man But I bet you my bottom dollar I'm not fighting no more Frog for snakes 
Stepping on drums. I was born in this small town you call Glendora, Mississippi. That's in Tallahatchie County. But the boys upstate made it possible for a sunny boy to go from land to land and from state to state. And I hope I'm not making no mistake with you kind friends. I'm gonna tell you like it is. I was born 1897 in this small town, Glendora, Mississippi. A few days later, I came to the States with no mistake. <laughs> I've never seen before But they made it possible for me And through Memphis Slim And Big Bill Brondrick made the way I got lucky Got my passport So I could travel the country Boys and that not no joke I've been everywhere God got some land Seen some everybody had summer everything. I've been from the rock of show of Maine. Seen everybody had some everything from coast to coast. 
you dig this the most, I enjoy myself. So right now, I'm out of the States. Over here in these people's country, boy, the great, I've been treated so kind. I don't want to leave because it's so fine. My manager made it possible for me to get over the states all over sea. Bully, Guam, water, canal, I've made it swell. You know, tomorrow night I'm going over in Sweden. Then we're going to transfer back to Coburn. How do we going from there? To Hockenburg, and that's so fine. there from Sonny Boy Williamson II. Now that's not his birth name. He was actually born Alex or Alec Ford, but he adopts the uh, surname of his stepfather and becomes Alec Miller or Alex Miller. You'll see it occasionally referred to that way, but he preferred the nickname Rice, Rice Miller. And so that's his actual name. But when he begins to record on the radio with King Biscuit Time, and you may recall a program called the King Biscuit Flower Hour that used to air on the radio. He was on King Biscuit Time out of Helena, Arkansas, and that's when he took the name Sonny Boy Williamson. Now, what's interesting is the original Sonny Boy Williamson was born in 1914, but contrary to the song that we just heard from Sonny Boy Williamson II, who I will from now on refer to as Rice Miller, he's actually born in 1912, but he claims a date 15 years earlier so he could claim falsely that he was the original Sonny Boy. He was not. He was the second one, and the recordings that are available demonstrate that that's the case. He's born in Glendora, Mississippi, which is right near Money, Mississippi, which is kind of where John Lee Hooker came from, but also where legendarily um, uh, Emmett Till is murdered. And so when you hear about Money, Mississippi, and the movies coming out later this uh, year, I believe, uh, you can keep that reference point, which it's kind of the home of John Lee Hooker and also Royce Miller. Now, he's a contemporary guys like Big Joe Williams and Elmore James, as we're about to hear, and Robert Johnson. He actually would tour with Robert Johnson and knew him, and some people allege that he's the guy that poisoned Robert Johnson. Now, I've only ever read that in one spot, so I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying I read that once. And they claim that he was there when it happened, and it was done by a jealous musician, and he's a musician. That's the logic involved behind that story. But so much of the Robert Johnson story is a tale, and we love the story, but 
what's the truth? It gets kind of vague in history. Now, what we do know is Robert Jr. Lockwood, which is a contemporary, he begins to play with Rice Miller when he's only 16 years old. Robert Jr. Lockwood grows up in the home of Robert Johnson. He knew him as well, which is probably the connection that occurred. And we're going to hear a song in a moment from Robert Lockwood, Robert Jr. Lockwood, sorry, called Little Boy Blue. And that's the nickname that Sonny Boy, Rice Miller, would use as well. So it's kind of a homage, if you will, or a dealing with this friend that he would uh, tour with and play music with. And there's another interesting story about uh, Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys, but we'll get to that in just a moment. But what's also interesting is he toured with Elmore James and, in fact, is on the recording, as we're about to hear, Dust My Broom. <laughs>
as I said a moment ago, grows up in the home of Robert Johnson. That's kind of his stepfather, although his mother and Johnson were never married. But he's heavily influenced by him, as you can hear, Elmore James and Rice Miller. But what's interesting about that track, Little Boy Blue, which is Rice Miller's nickname, there was a band out of England called Little Boy Blue and the Blue Boys, which was Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, um, Dick Taylor, who goes on to form the Pretty Things, and a couple of other guys. And these guys are like 15 years old. So we're going to hear a very short, um, one-minute-long track from them when these guys were 15 years old, recorded in the front room of Mick Jagger's home as a teenager.
super rare recording of Mick and Keith, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards, long before they came to Rolling Stones, about three years before, recorded in the front room of Mick Jagger's childhood home. And it's interesting, it just keeps getting weirder. I was friends with the president of ConAgra, a guy named Jim, and he told me when he was in Switzerland, he worked with a guy named Bob Beckwith. And Bob Beckwith, now in the food industry, was one of the musicians that played in Little Boy Blue and the Bluebells. We'll be right back after this with some of the songs written and performed by Sonny Boy 2, Rice Miller, that are performed by classic rock bands. Second floor, I get by this time, I won't be trapped no more.
got the power to heal you Never fear her Got the power to heal you Never fear Just one word from her lips And the deaf can from the Who for you right here on Pacific Street Blues, of course, from their rock opera Tommy and a track there called Eyesight to the Blind, which was originally written and composed and performed by Sonny Boy Williamson II, Rice Miller. Also, we heard another song from Miller, which is One Way Out, recorded there live by the Allman Brothers, and that's a legendary track from the Allman Brothers, but it's a Sonny Boy Williamson II song. And we're taking a look at the two Sonny Boys this week. And kind of some trivia about uh, Rice Miller, the second Sonny Boy Williamson, is he had lived for a while and stayed in the Riverside Motel in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Now, this is the motel where Bessie Smith had died. And while he was in Clarksdale, because there's so many famous people out of Clarksdale, I mean, Morgan Friedman's from that area, and Ike Turner grew up there. In fact, Ike Turner was 13 years old when he began to perform and tour with Rice Miller, the second Sonny Boy Williamson, which is pretty interesting factoid. Another aspect of uh, uh, Rice Miller's life is that uh, he moves eventually to West Memphis, and there he lives with Howlin' Wolf, and eventually marries Howlin' Wolf's stepsister, which is kind of an interesting bit of trivia. Well, here's a song. I'm sure no one anticipated this one, but I just I found it. I had to hunt it down till I got my hands on it. And it's a Sonny Boy Williamson track recorded by the Moody Blues called Bye Bye Birdie. And uh, I never imagined the Moody Blues as a blues band. You judge as we listen right here.
Music there from Led Zeppelin and a track we all know from, I think it's the second album, is it Bring It On Home? And once again, this is a track written and originally recorded by Sonny Boy Williamson II, Rice Miller. But it performs and it shows up on the second Led Zeppelin record. Well, here's an interesting track that we stumbled across. It is Sonny Boy Williamson II with a very early recording in the career of B.B. King. B.B.'s a studio musician on this one, playing with Rice Miller on a track called From the Bottom. We're also going to hear Jimmy Rogers and his All-Stars from a fairly recent release. Of course, Jimmy Rogers was originally the guitar player or the original guitar player in Muddy Waters' band. And, of course, his grandson is a doctor here in Omaha named Sebastian Lane. Where'd my heart blow? <laughs> Where do I have it? Signifying 
Jack gives his wife two dollars downtown and get some market. Gets out on the street. Old George Stout, he knocked her down. And black in her eyes, she went back home and told her husband and died. Don't start me talking. Tell everything I know. Now if you don't cast me sick to find, somebody's got to go. Borrow some money, go to the beauty shop. He hung his home. She began to stop. So take me, baby, around the block. Going to the beauty shop where I can keep my eyes shut. Start me to talk. I'll tell you everything I know. I'm gonna cross this signal fine. Somebody's got to go. Baby, get in. It didn't stop driving till he had the 40 mile bend. I took the back seat out and put it on the ground. No need to tell you what he was putting down. Don't stop me talking. I'll tell you everything I know. I gotta break up this signifying. Somebody's got to go. Go. 
track there from Jimmy Rogers' legendary Chicago electric blues guitar player, uh, recording a track by Sonny Boy Williamson II, a track there called Don't Start Me Talking, featuring Mick Jagger on vocals and Keith Richards on the guitar. Now, this next song we're going to hear from Sonny Boy, he recorded it in 1963, but he based it upon a song from Booker T and the MGs that came out the year earlier on Stax Records. See if you can figure out what song Rice Miller based this on. Yep, that's right. Rice Miller took the song Green Onions from Booker T and the MGs and made it to track Help Me. Take a brief underwriter's break and be back with more in just a moment. 